On behalf of the NHL, I want to tell you how thrilled we are to return to the state of hockey. It's obvious we never should have left. Minnesota, welcome back to the NHL. In the state of hockey, we skate the frozen ponds. We live the game. Welcome from the state of Minnesota, the state of hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's attendance is 18,815. Our 27th consecutive sellout. Wildwood winning the faceoff here. Here's Spurgeon going to work. Right circle. He scores! Spurgeon scores! Takes a look. Here comes Dumba. Back Dumba off the bench. In front. Scores! And Dumba has won it for the Wild. Hit by Spurgeon. Up comes back the other way. Fiala's in for Minnesota. Fiala puts to the middle. Wait, score! You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. Presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dev. With me, as always, is my fantastically attractive co-host, Zooch. Zooch, how are you, my friend? We're uh, we're doing good. Just got back from Duluth. Had a little mini vacation and good time. Yeah, you sure did. And uh, little did you know that while you're in Duluth, a lot of things are going to change, but before we yeah. talk about what exactly has changed, we need to welcome on uh, our guest, 10K Zone, Kid Jen, the hockey expert. My friend, Kid Jen, how are you? Uh, fantastic. Uh, tonight's start, so it was an off day today, so Ooh. I had time to uh, watch a little Loki at the beginning of the day. I got a little car maintenance done, you know, a little shopping, and then ended tonight with a steak dinner with uh, Britt, my fantastic girlfriend. So a little wine was flowing, so I'm feeling the juices tonight. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. That's feeling good. Well, that's good. I am uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, the wine's been flowing in the Kid Gen household because uh, the wine's been flowing in my household as well. Um, we are recording this. It is, uh, it is a little before 1030 my time. Uh, so this is going to get off the rails real quick. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's dive into it, uh, right away. Um, everybody already knows the, uh, the big breaking news of the, uh, in the Minnesota wild world, uh, that happened yesterday, um, as we're recording this and, you know, a couple of days ago, by the time that you're listening to this, um, the Minnesota wild have a new MN wild pup and his name is Selly and he is delightful. What are your thoughts, boys? It's the most important uh, news of the last couple of days. Yeah, I'd say it's uh, by far, right? By far the most important news. You know, we got to yeah, the most the most uh, consequential. Yep, Kobe graduates, gets to find his forever home, and that's what we love to see. And uh, we welcome a brand new wild pup. They're on a stretch here of uh, some pretty, uh, some pretty cute dogs. You know, I will say, wild world. Three for three. I've uh, I've always been a breezer man myself. Hobie yeah. was del- Hobie was delightful, um, and uh, I'm very excited to uh, to see 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 what's Sel- what's going to happen with Selly. Some great names too. I gotta say, Selly is I think the strongest name that we've had. Yes, 
it's tough, man. They just keep tugging on those heartstrings though. Like oh. you, you just get attached. Like you're feeling good. You can start to like, you know, get to know that person, get to know that dog for instance. And yeah, it just, Oh, on to the next, I guess. But uh, yeah, I still got real hard feelings for breezer. Yeah, no, it's breezer, been two, it's really been two years and I yeah. have to keep telling my wife, <laughs> be like this breezer's the real OG. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, there, there was some other news in, uh, yeah. in the wild world. And, um, tonight I, uh, I'm drinking, I'm drinking a beer to, uh, to kind of represent, uh, you know, what, what has happened and gone on with that other news, um, to really represent what we've lost, um, in the, uh, in the world of the wild. Um, so, you know, for those of you that are listening, I'm drinking a PBR. It's got a nice blue ribbon and, um. And I believe that that's pretty indicative of where the wild, uh, where the wild are heading right now. Um, Not in the sense of uh, not in the sense of that it's a, it's, it's cheap or anything like that, but more in the sense of it's got a blue ribbon. And um, so, yeah, uh, clearly, clearly I'm obviously talking about military (laughs) man. Clearly I'm obviously talking about the, uh, the buyouts of uh, former uh, franchise saviors, uh, Zach Parisi and, and Ryan Suter. Um, lots to digest there. Parisi, of course, we kind of saw the writing on the wall since like February. Um, Suter was definitely a, uh, a bigger surprise um, to everybody, including Ryan Suter, who uh, reportedly just hung up on Billy G when he got the call. Um, yeah. Which is great. And just so perfectly encapsulating the Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi experience to me. Um, and yeah, so just, uh, just before we listen to this, I was listening to an interview that uh, Billy G did with uh, the athletics, Michael Russo and Billy G did candidly as he often does. He flat out told us that this decision was something they've been trying, you know, they've been thinking about and talking about for six to eight months. They, actually made the final decision um well not the final decision but they made the decision that that was probably the move about a month ago and he even said straight up that they explored trade options but with those contracts it was pretty much impossible to uh to trade which again we all kind of knew but to hear a gm actually say it is a very different ball game I mean, either way, they're going to be, they were going to be retaining salary. I mean, they weren't going to get that. They were not going to get either of those contracts off the books anytime soon. So really it's kind of, you bite the bullet, you do what you got to do. And let's hope the Ryan Suter one doesn't come back to bite him on the defensive side next year. Cause I mean, we do have some players coming up, but a couple of them will be rookies. So we're going to have to see how that's going to turn out for the wild. And who knows, maybe we're in the market of signing another defenseman. Who knows? I guess we'll only time will tell on this, uh, this front, especially because Ryan Suter shocked me a little more than crazy. We all knew it was coming. I mean, game seven, I felt that was probably the last time we're going to see crazy in a wild sweater. But if you'd have told me Suter was in the same boat, I probably would have called you crazy. I'm like, nah, there, he's still got some left in the tank, but. It is what it is. Let's hope they improve. I'm right there with you. Um, kid Jen, what was, uh, what were your thoughts when, when, uh, when the news broke? Cause, cause I know, 
I know you've you, you've got a couple of sources yourself, so you you had <laughs> you had a you had an inkling that something was going to happen. So I'm I'm especially curious to hear from you because um, you you maybe had a, a 30 second head start on uh, on developing your takes from the rest of us. Well, uh, yeah, I was uh, managing my good old pure hockey store in Maplewood, and all of a sudden I get this uh, alert on my phone. Uh, I forget what it was exactly. Something big's going to happen or something like that. I, I remember I let you guys know in the group chat and, you know, that was from a, a particularly good source, I want to say. Uh, and then that guy ended up breaking the news a little bit soon or later than that. But uh, when he said that, the two things that came to my mind was Parise was getting bought out and or traded or they were trading for a guy like Jack Eichel. Right. That's, that's big time news. So either way. And then I saw it and I was like, wait, I had, I like literally blinked twice because I don't think anyone, like you guys were saying, Ryan Suter was never even a thought for anyone. He's still a very good defenseman easily could have played through the contract that he had with us. But it, I mean, there's such a deep dive into this. It's like a huge mathematical equation that you have to Mm -hmm. just, you know, go in and out of, Mm -hmm. but when that was the news, I mean, because it's the biggest buyout, I believe, in NHL history for a team to do in one move. So I haven't fact-checked it, but I would have to assume that $15 yeah. million dollars is, is yeah. up at the top. Um, maybe uh, – who had that big contract? Was it with the Devils, I think? Um, Kovalchuk? Yeah, the Kovalchuk deal. That's the one oh. I was thinking of. Yeah, well, That's the, the thing with that, that one is that would come close. somehow that just got swept under the rug. Like that was, I think that was like before the agreement or whatever or something with the new CBA, but like somehow they got just rid of that. The devils, I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but the fingers, right? they just snapped their fingers and it was gone. Was yep. like, All right. That works for us. It's crazy too, because Lou Lamarillo was the GM um, of that time of the devils. And now he's going to sign Parise and Suter to one year one mil contracts probably yeah, I, right I think i think i'm just I'm, I'm just waiting for the news that paris is going to the islanders i feel like it's already like they, so they, they were gonna trade for him and yeah now it's okay let's just sign him <laughs> so i i do i totally get the the lou lamorello connection um i don't know if i would say it's definitely a done deal um obviously with parisi having a lot of familiarity familiarity with lou a lot of familiarity with the Islanders organization because of JP. That does definitely make a lot of sense, but think back to who was his coach when he was the captain of a devil's team that made a cup run Pete DeBoer. And is that not a better, what better way to stick it to Minnesota than to go and sign with arguably the team that the fan base hates the most right now. I mean, do we see a heel turn from Zach Parisi? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Vegas has some stronger options on their roster right now than. Well, they're in cap hell too. So if, if yes, Parisi comes are. in and, and he can uh, he can fill a need, signs a friendly a deal. Oh, I'm deal. sure he will. Yeah, they can. 
They can do better than Keegan Colasar. That guy's a dust bucket. (laughs) I am so so glad somebody said it because I I watched this guy. He (laughs) sucks, dude. I watched this guy against the Wild this year. How many fucking opportunities do you need with an open net to fucking put the puck in the net? There was back-to-back against us where this man had the entirety of the net to shoot at, and the dude puts it right in the Talbot's glove and then a stick. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Can this guy, like, score? He's got a magnet on a stick that just <laughs> doesn't allow him to put the puck in the back of the net. I just didn't understand it. And it didn't get any better. I, I, that guy's awful. Yeah. That's a little I mean, Colossar dig right there. <laughs> hey, I'm glad someone else. We take, yeah. him, <laughs> we take like, him where we can get him. I got I got no love for Keaton Colasar. <laughs> um yeah i mean uh yeah so i mean those those two situations seem to be the most obvious um and the most likely um as we learned yesterday though uh can never really count on likely you never uh, right so um never. so where do you think suitors are gonna wind up oh a that's a good teams. question i mean a lot of teams. yeah I mean, the way I see it, there's probably 20 teams that uh, yeah, yeah, 20 teams that would be at least interested. Um, Edmonton re- comes to mind, maybe. And they just signed another old ass defenseman that's kind of past his prime. Why not just add another? Yeah. The, well, I the biggest they're dicking themselves though. They, they, they oh trade, yeah. They, they <laughs> trade for Duncan Keith. You trade for the corpse of Duncan Keith, and yeah, then 12 hours option, later, Ryan Suter is a free man. agent. Yeah, that's <laughs> they. They got to be kicking themselves. I mean, it's not like I believe Colby Jones is his name. It's not like uh, Colby Caleb. Jones is a game. Caleb, Caleb. It's not like he's a a game changer in himself at all. But losing a defenseman on a team like that, <laughs> where it's like we don't have any, they they got to be like son of a bitch, really losing losing Caleb Jones and don't forget a second round pick for the yes. corpse of du- Duncan Keith. Um, has it's got to be extra funny if you're. If you're an uh, No Others fan, and and yeah. not funny like haha, funny in the way that every Minnesota sports fan knows of like, oh, dread, terrible, terrible dread. Um, right. That's just got to be a fucking laugh, like the the kind of thing that's like, oh, only only this could have made it any potentially any bit worse. Like this is just laughable at this point. Ken Holland, right. Ken Holland is the second funniest GM in the league now. Yep. <laughs> going back to Ryan Suter and Zach Parise too, I think the biggest thing that I'm going to look forward to seeing over the next couple months and years for that matter, are they going to be able to take the humility of taking lesser roles? Because those guys are so fucking proud. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, these guys, and <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys saw when uh, the news broke and then they, went on NHL network and Bruce Boudreaux was up there with Mark Parrish, Jamie Hirsch and Russo is a full Minnesota. Yep. And you literally saw Boudreaux just biting his teeth, trying not to dig into those two guys because. (laughs) Actually, he actually did dig in a little bit on K-Fan this morning and I I did get to listen. Oh, he's on K-Fan. What do you say? I I saw he was on PA. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. uh, He basically said that. Zach Parisi is quiet, but very proud in the terms of, like, put me on the fucking ice, or I swear to God, I'm going to be pissed off the rest of the game. And 
he, he went on, he said it in a nice way. He's like, well, these are superstar players that want to play and you want that on your team. But in, you know, you kind of read through that and <laughs> you can tell Parisi was not happy with his role. And yeah. he's probably not as happy with what happened yesterday. And he talked about Ryan Suter being a guy he went to and he leaned on a little bit, but Ryan Suter's the same way. They bumped heads a lot. And yeah, so he got into it a little bit. He didn't give too much information, but definitely said they're proud players that are not happy with what just happened <laughs> at all. Man, that's so, I, I mean, clearly we're going to have to go back and listen to, uh, to uh, old I Bruce. To it. it was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a really good interview. I enjoyed it. I always love to, uh, I, I, I really, truly, I always had a soft spot in my heart for Bruce. Cause me too. You know, I, I don't think I'm alone in that. I um, obviously, you know, Zeus, you're with me, but I always yeah. got a, I always appreciated his, um, we'll call it candor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Intensity. Intensity is a good word for it. Candor's good for it. Um, he's, he always had that, he had that uh, charisma that, you know, other, other coaches um, in wild history have just not had, even if they have yeah. been equally intense. And, you know, we don't need to name names, Mike Yo, or anything like that. Oh, no. But, you know, oh, I, the point, the oh, point being, the point being, um, nothing but love for Bruce Boudreaux. And, uh, you know, even though I was sad to see him go, I did understand it. Um, and I still do. And I still, you know, kind of regretfully or kind of uh, not regretfully, but kind of like mournfully. I'm like, ah, well, I get it. Um, and you know, this team probably doesn't do, do the same things that they did last year with Bruce, just cause like systematically, uh, they were a little more, you know, run and gun, yep. but, um, but yeah, before we just turn into a sob fest about what could have been with Bruce Boudreaux, um, <laughs> the buyouts of, uh, Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter have, uh, have blown a couple of holes in this roster that, um, up until recently has looked pretty pretty much the same for the better part of nine years uh, with a lot of the, the core that had been around now completely gone. So that creates openings, of course, for the young guys. Who do you guys see as, uh, as the next, uh, the next core, the next, uh, the next round of this, obviously we've got our, our current core here, but uh, who are the, who are the future stars that, that you see that are going to be able to take advantage of the opportunity created by Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter no longer being in the wild organization. Um, I guess I can go first. Uh, my biggest thing right now is I think the world's finally going to see how fucking good Jonas Brodin is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to take that top spot next to Jared Spurgeon, probably uh, at that left side. And, you know, he was signed. Now it makes more sense why they signed that deal. Maybe Billy knew that going forward that, you know, that's the guy that they want to go with, but he's, he's hands down. And for the past five years, you know, you ask anyone around the league or that pays attention to it. Brodeen's the best defenseman that the wild have had for that amount of time. Like that, that guy's just incredible. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, on the current team, uh, he's going to be someone that steps up. Obviously, the next one, since I'm going defenseman, I might as well just stay on that path here. Um, Addison, for sure, is going to get a, a nice little yeah. spot now. You know, the lip sweater is going to be on the, the team now. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. A couple endorsements Beep, with, like, yep. beef jerky or something. But 
Um, I'm excited <laughs> for the flavor saver. <laughs> well, I, I saw Kalen Addison too on his uh, Instagram. Right when he got back home, the first thing he did was take a picture of him in a case of Labatt Blue. So, <laughs> <laughs> a man so of the people kid already. Yes. Kid already. So he's going to be good. I think a dark horse um, is probably you know, and it's it's to be seen. But do they resign Louis Belpedio or not? That's that's also a big thing because it's been something that no one's really talked about. Uh, but he, it, it, I mean he's just going to be one of those guys that vanishes if, if nothing happens there, but he's been in the wings for a very long time now, waiting for an opportunity. And then uh, Brendan Manel, whatever the hell happens. Brendan Manel. Yep. I, st- I still am just not sure if that's something that's going to happen. This I is why I love you though, man. Cause I like Manel like too, but this is why I love you kid, Jen, because a lot of people have been, you know, talking about the Manels, the, the the Addisons, um, even Ryan O'Rourke has gotten some love. Yep. Um, you're the first person, and I mean this sincerely and like in, in a positive light. You're the first person that's been like, "Oh, this is gonna be good for Louis Belpedio," because I think you're 100 percent right. Um, Belpedio is not a bad player. He's always come up and done okay. You know, yep. whenever whenever he's come up in a limited role, and yet, you know, I had completely forgotten about him, and I like the guy. And so I want to say thank you for uh, getting his name circulated back in there. Yeah. He's never really had a real shot either. No, no. it's always like two games here, <laughs> yeah. four games here. Yep. See, I think the door opens up for guys like that. And I, I like I already said, Manel, depending on what happens with him. I mean, the guy had what, 42, 43 assists a couple of years back in the AHL. Yeah. I mean, well, he's I feel like, he he's been a pro goals. player for like three or four years now. Sorry to cut you off, but like he, yeah. he was in the AHL for three years and then he yeah. went to the KHL. So he's, he's a guy that isn't just going to be a, a liability. Right. Well, he didn't go, he didn't just go to the KHL. He was second in points in the, in the KHL. I mean, if that, that's worth something to me. I mean, we just watched the guy that led the league in the KHL come over to the wild and become an instant factor on this team. Just completely changed the, the, the look of the franchise. And I, I don't see how you can look at Manel and what he's done in the AHL and what he's done over in Russia and just go, eh, you know. I mean, the price has got to be right now, especially with the number crunching they're going to have to do through 23 and 25. So, I mean, it really, the, the door's open. And it's going to be interesting to see what defensemen they put out there. But, I mean, you look at the top four, if they keep Dumba and Addison's is, you know, D partner, and you sign a guy like Ian Colback, I mean, the defense core looks solid still. I mean, losing Ryan Suter hurts. But if you get all those guys back, it's not a bad defensive core at all. So no, and it I, opens up for them to get some centers in here. I mean, Christian Dvorak comes to mind too. I've seen a lot of buzz that the Wild may be interested in him. And who knows? He might be a fit. You got Eichel, you got Reinhardt. I mean, there's a lot of names popping up now that the Wild could definitely pursue to improve their front end for you. I See, um, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I did actually listen, but for the sake of uh, this joke, I'm going to just say that I stopped listening after you said that uh, you, you, you made an uh, overt comparison between Brennan Manel and uh, Kirill Kaprizov because uh, in for that, that would be super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not comparing the two in terms of <laughs> I mean, we can't just look at what he did in the KHL yeah. last year and go, oh, wow, that's not impressive. You know, I mean, if you're going to talk about what Caprizov did in the KHL. You got to put it in the, not the same light, but you got to be semi-impressed. Yeah, 
No, I'm with you. Um, and he I, wasn't playing on a super team. So. Yeah. Unless he was, I don't fucking know. No, I don't even know who he um, played for, really. No, nah, he's playing on they, – I mean, they were a good team, but they weren't, like, by far the best it, team. Was it the, the Dynamo, right? Yeah. Yep. And I think I think Dynamo finished – I think Dynamo finished second. I'd have to double check. Um, yeah, it definitely wasn't a CSK, whatever the hell they name it. Yeah. That team was fucking loaded. <laughs> Every year. Stuff. Although they did have a down year this year. They they got third, I think. <laughs> I, I, I wonder why, though. It's almost like losing a generational talent is uh, difficult to replace, even if you are Putin's team. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Again, sorry, J- uh, Jake. We're so sorry that you're going to get put on the list with the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I- I'm more than willing to die for uh, die on the sword for you guys. So uh, <laughs> I-, I love it here. I'll let you guys do your stuff, and I'll just <laughs> happily smile in the corner. Yeah, let go. it be known. <laughs> let it be super known. Uh, J- he, Kid Jen had nothing to do with this. This is all on me and Zooch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can just I, I can shoulder the blame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zooch, you brought up a name that uh, I've seen tossed around. Uh, Elliot Friedman has uh, has reported as well that there's a little bit of interest uh, between the Wild and Christian Dvorak. Um. I'm looking at it here. He'll have three years left at a little yep. under four and a quarter, four and a half. Um, he is, uh, he's coming off a, 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 not a bad year. Um, 17 goals, 14 assists, 31 points. Um, he's maybe not as uh, defensively sound as we have typically liked from, from our centers with term, but um I, I mean, I'm not as high on Dvorak as uh, a lot of others, but I'm curious to to get the two of y'all's thoughts um, because the the two people that we uh, have been hearing reports that the Wild have made an offer on are Christian Dvorak and Jack Eichel, two very different ends of the spectrum. Yep. Your thoughts? I don't know. I, I kind of I think a guy like Christian Dvorak, a change of scenery, playing with guys like Kaprizov and Piala, guys like that, if they're still around. I mean, I don't want to. You know, be the bearer of bad news, but yeah, let's knock know, on some wood. Who, who real really quick. knows? Yeah, who really knows? But I think playing with either of those two players elevates his game. So I don't know. I'm not really against that move. The cap hit isn't bad, I, honestly, for a guy that scored 17 goals on a team that wasn't good last year. So I mean, I would not. I would not be against that, in my opinion. I mean, it's a hell of a lot less than 10 mil for Jack Eichel. So not the same player. But a guy that's played could elevate around some good players. Christian Dvorak, not the same caliber of player as Jack Eichel. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. We're just diving in deep here with these hot takes tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Jen, what's uh, what are your thoughts here? I fucking love Christian Dvorak. That guy was on London tearing it up with Matthew Kachuk. Um, I forget who the other guy on that line was, but they were, or was it Marner? No, Marner was on that line. They were the most dominant line in the CHL like that I've ever seen. It, it was incredible. And he's someone, you look at his pictures, he's fucking, he hates being in Arizona. Like yeah. he does not like being there. And he is, I mean, that's just me being fucking dramatic but no i agree i've seen every picture (laughs) every picture he has it looks like they're like smile christian your grandma died no he he's someone that you know um 
people can say whatever they want, but he's a player. I mean, in every full season he's played, he's never had less than 15 goals. And I don't think that people really look into that because no one pays the, <laughs> no one pays attention yeah, no to Arizona. You know, that that's the wasteland. I mean, you know, my yeah. best friend Hunter used to play for them and no one fucking even takes a sniff at them. So no, he's someone where he's on a fantastic contract. You know, yeah. you get that for a little bit and you bring him around players that with the skill that the wild have. Yep. And it's crazy to say that the wild have skill now, but they do, yep. you know, you got a guy like Fiala playing on the second line. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. And better than Andrew Burnett and anti Mietman. Uh, but that's yeah. for another time. We're not going to yeah. have any sort of Ladislav Benyuslak uh, slander on this podcast. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> we respect our OGs. But Dvorak's a really good thing. And, uh, you know, if something bigger doesn't happen, then I, I kind of hope it doesn't happen. Um, you know, I love Jack Eichel and everything, but you'd really like to see this wild team like give a chance to the prospects because that's somewhere where they've always just they haven't done it yeah i mean you're 100 right historically everybody's either been thrown straight into the fire or traded out before they could really develop right and i don't i don't think you have to give too much to get dvorak you know that's what that's kind of what i was thinking you won't have to give up a dumba fiala or any of these guys i mean give up a prospect or two and maybe who knows I'm waiting for the day where the coyotes just disintegrate and they're no yeah. longer a thing. I, I, I got into it with some of their fans this year. Yeah. I, I mean, listen to what I just said there. Listen to what I just said. There. All like fans. eight of them. I mean, there are, yeah. I mean, and these guys, they just don't hear it. It's like, dude, you guys are literally just bottom feeders. Just, you guys are never good. Really. It's just, I actually, so yeah, I shouldn't talk too much shit. Cause I do have, I do have a Coyotes fan in my life. Um, he he is a fan in the sense that um, his his style of uh, which teams he chooses to support are uh, which team has the coolest jersey at the time uh, of the uh, first game that he watches, and he just happened to watch a game where the Coyotes were rocking the Kachinas, and he yeah. said, "I will fuck fair. with these guys until the day I die." And I said, "You know what? That's fair. I get that. Those are you incredible jerseys." Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah obviously i don't want to get too far off topic but before we do um how funny would it be to go full circle and have the coyotes relocate and bring the atlanta thrashers back oh yeah we go (laughs) man atlanta thrashers moved back to winnipeg and the former winnipeg franchise that moved down and became the coyotes now becomes the thrashers how how beautiful would that be all of my all of my friends from atlanta um I've lived in the South for 10 years. I know you all are going to love this. You're welcome. Let's make it happen. Gary Bettman, I'm looking at you, buddy. Yep. Atlanta's buzzing right now, too. Look at all the rap artists that are coming out of Atlanta. Like, uh, I mean, even the Falcons. Like, everyone can, you know, and we're taking it to football now. But Matty Ice has been a fucking stud for his entire career. Like, if you bring a, if you bring an NHL team back there, nowadays i mean look at how many rappers used to wear the jays like they they desperately want a team there and obviously i don't know how much of rap guys you are but i follow it a lot and the migos would love (laughs) would love for a new atlanta thrashers team to come that that entire city right now has rallied around the fact that atlanta united football club is very good 
and they have Joseph Martinez, who's one of the better players in the MLS, the entire city has rallied around the fact that they've won a championship. And that's, and then, you know, that's, you know, soccer, which like, no offense to anybody, but like, um, soccer is, you know, nationwide. It's, it's, we, we always refer to the, the main sports as the big four and soccer is, you know, the fifth and that's fine. Um, the loons are good now. Um, I mean, where I live in Charlotte is get, we're getting a soccer team too. So like soccer is clearly on the up and up, which is great. But Atlanta immediately embraced soccer because they were good. So what I, I guess what I'm saying is like, if you bring, if you bring hockey back, I think that Atlanta would be prime for it. Anyway, that's probably not going to happen, but we can all hope. Fucking hope. Yeah, Thrashers, so. Thrashers have a sick jersey. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Jersey not only do they have the sick jerseys, they also have a still ongoing Twitter account. Yes. Um, that is yep. one of the best accounts to follow is the, uh, the, the Atlanta Thrashers Twitter account, because anytime anything happens they they'll find a, some sort of connection to the yeah. Atlanta Thrashers <laughs> and post about it. Um, you know, whether that's it's like, a great name too. really. Oh yeah. Like, the Thrashers. I fucking love that. All right. Well, so <laughs> obviously uh, I'm, 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 you know, playing armchair NHL commissioner and talking about moving uh, moving a franchise to a place with uh, literally zero information behind that. Yep. So I, I wanted to take that and uh, and pivot to talk a little bit about the armchair GMs that are found all across the wild fan base. Because um, to put it delicately, I've seen a lot of um, shitty takes uh, across yeah. you know wild Twitter, wild fandom. I've just, I've seen so many of them and everybody seems very short-sighted. Um, Zooch, I know you have some takes, some thoughts on this kid, Jen, I'm sure you do as well because you have interacted with a human before. Um, before I, you know, before we get to that, I just, I just, I wanted to say, you know, a quick thing and then, and then we kind of explain here. I, I, I don't, to me, this situation as, you know, reading between the lines of Billy G's exit presser, the announcement, um, every subsequent interview that Billy G has done, whether it was with Barrero on K-Fan or with PA or with Russo or anybody, um, the message has been pretty consistent that this was all about taking control. Um, it, you know, it seems potential, you know, it seems like Ryan Suter, the Ryan Suter specifically thing, it seems like, you know, Oh, like we maybe could have gotten another year out of him, but then the cat, you know, then God forbid he decides to retire, then we're boned. Um, So it seemed to me like this was about control. Um, They knew that the, they were going to get boned one way or the other with either a buyout in the future years that wouldn't save them any cap space this year or cap recapture. So um, I guess, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I, you know, I never want to be the guy that's like, oh, well, our GM is above criticism because that's that's not what I believe. But at the same time, um, at the same time, it's also really hard for me to sit sit back and 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 justify or, or not justify, but it's it's hard for me to sit back and be like, oh, well, you know, we should we clearly know better. You know, Billy right. G has said repeatedly that they have a plan. And 
I think I think we really just have to believe that whatever their plan is, they have they have a plan A, they have a plan B, and they probably have a plan C, D, E, F. You know, I can, I, know I know the alphabet. You know the alphabet. I don't need to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what uh, what are your two thoughts on armchair GMs? Well, the the first thing I'm going to start out by saying is it's the same guys that criticize the buyout of Ryan Suter and Zach Breezy. Not so much Zach Breezy, but the people that criticize the Ryan Suter ones are the same guys that are tweet live tweeting during a game saying, get this guy off my fucking team. And you're like, okay, he's off your team. And now you're like, well, well, no, I didn't, I didn't want him off my team. What do you mean? He, he's still serviceable. And I'm like, well, pick a fucking side and stick to it. It's just kind of annoying because I really do think Billy G has a plan. I mean, he's got to have a plan. You don't just make this move after losing to the Vegas Golden Knights at seven and being very competitive in that series, which could have gone either way. If you didn't have a plan to make the team next year even more competitive to make a run at something, not saying they're, you know, cup favorites by any stretch of the mind, but the Central Division isn't very strong. I'm not going to say it's as strong as like the Atlantic Division with all those squads over there that are looking to be good. You know, the Flyers, Caps, Islanders, Lightning. I mean, for God's sakes, that division's a gauntlet. I'm pretty sure the Penguins are in there too, for Christ's sake. You got the Central Division. You got a lot of weak teams. And I think Billy G's got a plan. You just got to shut up and let it happen. I mean, I get it. Everyone's going to have their opinions. I mean, with social media nowadays. But I think the moves... You don't make them unless you have a plan of getting some people in here and improving on next season. So I'm excited and I'm ready to see what Billy G's up to. Armchair GMs. Um, <laughs> I I have a issue with them. So here's the biggest thing, you know, like it, if you have nothing else to do, of course you have time to like look into these things and create different scenarios in your head and stuff like that. Um, and the first thing I'm going to do with this point is bring up Pierre Maguire, like, (laughs) (laughs) and and you, (laughs) you guys might be shocked by this. All right. I fucking love Pierre Maguire. I I think he's spot on with all of his stuff. I, I don't buy into all the analytics stuff. I really don't. So I I know there's a place for analytics, but there's so many people around Minnesota that have never played hockey in their lives that somehow know what is best for this wild team. And not saying that I completely would die on a sword for Pierre Maguire like I would for you guys, but, you know, shout out to NK boss, man, where is it? Um, But I just want to say that there's places for each and everything in all of that intertwined. But when all you do is obsess your time and look at a keyboard and watch tape and watch video or, you know, whatever you do, it's, it's absurd. Really. I I just really think that there's like, I don't know. Aren't, and the fact that there's a thing for it on cap friendly too, like the armchair oh tab yeah. where you can go on there and like create your drafts and everything. Like it's awesome. But at the same time, it's just letting these rubes have control over everything that they say and stuff like that. So do your thing, 
do what you want, but don't act like you're better than everyone else just because you can go on there and create your own thing and dedicate your whole life in your parents' basement to it, you know? Yeah. And that, like, like I've been in my parents' basement before, but that I don't just take that time and make myself just because you've been in, just make because myself you spend some time in the yeah. basement doesn't make you better than me. Uh, right. <laughs> well, I've done it too, but I never took it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's like these guys are working for NHL front offices, dude, and you're sitting here fucking punching numbers into a damn computer, man. It's just not the They are not the same. You're not that guy, pal. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you don't, you know don't have sources. You don't know no. anyone. Like, it's like you are, you're literally the, the thing. And here's one thing that I'll end with on my take here. I know this is going a long way. No, no, no. But recycling Michael Russo's information does not make you an insider. Right. Just because you have a subscription to the athletic. Yes. Does not make you an insider, man. It's just not the same. It's really not. <laughs> you read articles and you guys have these just, oh my god moronic takes some of these takes i see on wild twitter i'm just like are you fucking kidding me dude just shut up that's the thing too it's like i like we i i work like my part of my day job is working in pro sports it's not hockey by any means but it's like that's part that's a part of my day job so like i you know i i i know the people that know the people that have all the whatevers and like we like we have friends with the wild like aaron lowry god bless her she she i don't know how she does it she god bless (laughs) yeah she had a rough rough tuesday oh man she wakes up and she's like today's the day we've got big news coming i get to talk about you know selly being the new wild pup and then 45 minutes later billy g's like haha suck it god bless her she's doing the lord's work um but like yeah no to to piggyback on family i i like you know, we all know people in pro sports and in various, various different levels, you know, uh, Jenner's best friend is freaking Hunter Miska. Like we all know people that are, that are, he's that, not that great. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we, we all know people that are on the inside and on, you know, that, that, um, you know, we're not on the inside. God, no. Like, if you're like, no. listen, spoiler alert, if you're listening to the Wild Takes podcast for breaking news, um, your, Sorry. your podcast algorithm <laughs> really yeah. went astray. Um, yeah. we're, we're a bunch of dumbasses that uh, are yeah. trying to be funny and um and and give you some wild takes. As But the, also, right. also, I want to plug you guys too, because you know, everyone else is also doing the same thing. And I feel like, at least we understand it and we don't recycle other people's information as our own. Right. Yeah. At least we have like a little bit of self-awareness. <laughs> and I'm also never going to be that guy saying, uh, yeah, I'm smarter than Billy G and I know more than God. Him, and I, and, uh, I, I can, I can run this team better. I mean, there's so many people out here. Like, and first of all, kind of backtracking to Aaron Lowry in the wild Twitter. If you are tweeting at the wild Twitter account, you're <laughs> Yo. yes. and like, like what you think they should be doing. You are a fucking idiot, okay? Straight up. Because they, you think Aaron Lowry has any say in anything the Minnesota Wild do? Out of that yes. No, no. I, I, I could not no. agree more. I, I want to I even take it one step further. I want to take it one step further. Hey, 
if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this right now, because I know you are, because you know you're somebody that is is so desperate for wild content that you're even consuming our podcast. So if you're listening yep. to this, please listen closely. Listen to my listen to the sound of my sultry voice. I'm even going to come a little bit closer to my microphone, <laughs> and I'm I'm going to talk a little bit lower so that um, so that you understand that you know we're being intimate here. It's just you and me right now, my friend. And um, you know, here I am, the the host of a wild takes podcast presented by Ten Thousand Takes. And here you are, the person that comments, why haven't the wild sun cappers off on every wild Instagram post? And um, the biggest difference between the two of us is that I know that I'm an idiot and you don't. And you really need to open your eyes because if you're the person that is out here and um, complaining about the fact that the wild's uh, tribute video to Parisian suitor was 49 seconds, and it's something that the, you know, the digital team put together in about two hours because uh, spoiler alert, they don't get a heads up on this. They no. all find out when they read Russo's tweets at the same time that we do. And you know what? All of us, every, uh, every fucking normal person, our reaction is that we get to go and we say, Oh wow, that's crazy. And we get to think about it for a second. And everybody in the content team over at the wild, they have to then spin that somehow in a way that fits the voice of the wild. So you know what? God bless them. God bless the work that they're doing. And uh, if you're out there trying to troll them, make life a little bit harder, um, take a look in the mirror, reevaluate the life choices that have, uh, that you've made that have led you to the point in your life where you get your kicks and giggles from, uh, from, you know, pointing, uh, pointing your computer screen and, and, and tweeting at a, uh, a a woman in her twenties that actually doesn't have any say over this. If, um, if you're out there and you're tweeting, Hey, at MN wild, please sign so-and-so or please trade for Eichel. Um, maybe fucking don't. Yeah. Maybe stop because nothing you tweet truly. I mean, this is, this is me being a hundred percent. Nothing you tweet is going to fucking change the minds of anybody in the wild front office, their coaching staff. You can tweet cut Victor Rast a thousand times. It, if it's not what they want to do, it's not going to happen. So, I mean, just stop doing that and just, you know, enjoy. Enjoy having a decent hockey team here in Minnesota and stop being dickheads because Aaron is the best and she's really good at what she does. And we don't need to see these toxic middle-aged fucking men tweeting at her saying what the wild should do because guess what you don't know better than the front office i mean you don't i'm sorry i'm just gonna say that again yeah i've already banged that on the head a few times but yeah you're sitting at home in your basement you know drinking your seventh beer of the night and you're gonna go you know what we should trade for (laughs) i mean shit i'm in i'm in my guest room drinking my seventh beer of the night exactly are you telling me that you're trying to tell me that I'm I'm not I'm not smarter than than Rick Spielman right. and and no and yeah, uh, yeah. don't even get me started on the Vikings. Fans, <laughs> oh my god! Hold up, though. People want to cut Victor Rask. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm one yeah, of them. But you know what I don't do? I don't fucking tag the account. Yeah. I just tweet into my own void. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, how hard is that? You don't need to fucking tag the wild. They're not looking at it. It's not like Aaron, like, here, they think, like, they tweet at the wild account. And she's going to go fucking running into the front office where they're all meeting. Oh, my God. Like, some Bill, Bill have you heard? Bill, have, you, have you heard that maybe Victor Ass kind of sinks? Yeah. I just want to make sure that you're aware of this because 
because Joe seven four two four on Twitter says with no that profile he fucking picture sucks, and his profile <laughs> picture is an egg. So yeah. I, it's very important that you know, Billy, um, that uh, the Joe, you know, anonymous Joe over here is saying that uh, that Victor Rass stinks. Yeah, sure that, that's all that matters. It's, that's yeah, all that matters. I have to imagine that's what they think is happening every time that they. So thank you to all those people that are chiming in because you're you're contributing to everything and you know that what? happens here. You know what? You're the reason Caprizov's here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because if it wasn't for you guys, they would have never been like, "Oh, this Caprizov kid's pretty yeah. good." We should probably <laughs> sign yeah. him. It's almost like that 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 Lambo Field bit where they buy tickets and they're like, "I'm part owner of the, the, the Green Bay <laughs> yeah. Packers." It's like, dude, okay, you went to a football game. Settle down, then. Right, exactly. I am oh, man. 0001 owner of the Green Bay Packers. Like, no, you're not. You're not going to listen to a word you have to say about anything that relates to football operations. <laughs> it's the same breath here. It's the same breath. Oh, Just man. Being dickheads. Do you have an yeah. opinion? Tweet it on your own. Don't tag the wild. Don't tag, you know. It's, it's like, almost like it's almost like there there should be this like invention um, on social media where you don't have to tag an account, but you can still like you put something there so that you can discuss a topic with like minded individuals. Um, I, you know, like some sort of a tag that you could do right. at the end of a tweet that would be like, oh, if anybody yeah. if anybody were to search this, um, yep. then they would you know they would find you know anybody that searches for this term would find would find my tweet and then we could have a discussion about it. It's almost like if, if you're wanting to, to engage in that, it's almost, it's, man, somebody should come up with that. You know, maybe we, maybe we do like a, like a pound sign, you know, I feel like that, yeah. that, yeah. that key on the okay. keyboard is really not getting any use anymore. Like who does shift three anymore? <laughs> Just an idea. I don't know. No. And it's always the guys that have like six followers. You're <laughs> Just like, well, I wonder why that guy is six followers. The, uh, toxic dick. It's the, <laughs> uh, the old meme. It's, uh, hello, my name is First Name, Bunch of Numbers, and I got a bad opinion coming your way. Yep, exactly. Really Sucks, though. Cool. They, they make they make guys like, I feel bad about myself at night sometimes because the things these guys are saying. No, me yeah, too. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. No, That's some of these the- some of these guys, I'm just like, I'm like, it, it hurts. Man. It's like, damn, why are we're, you so pissed? We're like, <laughs> I'm I'm sitting there reading this like fucking 14 page dissertation about why you know Ryan Suter uh, shouldn't have been bought out, and I'm sitting there being like, my dude, you know this isn't going to change anybody's opinion, right? right. Like as they long as we're on the like, same page, yeah. They they think that these tweets they're 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 putting out there is like they're gonna see that and it's gonna change the minds of these guys. So anyway, going... everybody follow me on Twitter because my tweets are the best, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out. Yeah, I won't oh, be uh, I won't be putting shitty opinions. Maybe they're shitty this Oh I, I have I so many bad takes out there. <laughs> well yeah, we all do, but it's not like I'm taking the wild or like tweeting at the Vikings telling them what to fucking do. It's like it's right? like, just put it, put the hashtag out there, and let other people dunk on you. Right, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm not gonna say that I did or did not, but I totally did DM the uh, the Minnesota Whitecaps today, and I was like, "Hey guys, 
you're my favorite uh, Isabel Cup uh, champs of all time. Woohoo, go go Whitecaps! You know, because that's uh, different, though. You know, well, because I'm being positive. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You're gassing them up. You're just trying to say something nice. It was also definitely a work related thing, but um, <laughs> but I decided it's, it's it was Minnesota mindset now. Though they all are, uh, we should be we we. We don't need to set our standards at making the playoffs. We need to set our standards at winning championships. Like winning a fucking championship in the professional sports is an easy thing to obtain. Yeah. Like, sorry. We've been, I mean, we've... crazy shit happens every year in the playoffs with the NFL playoffs to the NHL playoffs to the MLB. Playoffs. I mean, the Twins have lost 18 straight playoff games. I mean, what the fuck? You, That's you like statistically impossible. Yeah. And yet here we are fucking yeah. 16 years later. You don't think the Twins are fucking trying to win playoff games? I do actually like the conspiracy theory of the Polads being like, yeah, let's win as many games as we can so that we can get like a game or two of yeah. playoff ticket revenue. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but that's that's a that's a discussion for another time. Um before we uh before we head out, we're gonna end this show the same way that we end every show. Gentlemen. Oh fuck! I'm gonna Holy cut that one out. Shit, <laughs> that was a good one. I might leave it in. Who knows? That was from um, the pit. That was a that was a deep and uh, deep and girthy one. Um, but yeah, gentlemen, before we head out for the night, uh, we're gonna end this show the same way that we end every show, and we're gonna start with you, kid Jen. Jenner, what's your wild take? Well. There's lots to dissect. I'm not quite sure what my wild take is, to be honest with you. Um, you like me, every single week we do this, and then like, dude, you host the show. You should I, know what you're doing. I told him in the last episode, I was like, yeah. I don't know how I caught you off guard on this. We've been doing this for fucking three months. Yeah, it, it, yeah. And that's just, that's another whole thing. My brain works different than others. I'm just like, oh, wait, I forgot about that. Shit. Um... Honestly, for myself, I think my biggest wild take, and I'll attribute it to the wild, is I'm excited to see who the new, like, core is, right? And we talked about that. Like, there's a new core in place. Who's going to get those A's? I assume probably, as everyone's alluded to, Felino's of course, going to get an A. Yep. Eric Sinek, maybe. Mm-hmm. Brodeen, Maybe. Mm-hmm. Do they give it to Kaprizov? I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's juicy. Lean in. Lean in. Do it. Do it. Officially predict Kaprizov for the A. <laughs> I, 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 do it. Shit with him this year, where he was outspoken in that locker room. So I mean, he told he us all. all. He doesn't want to be around shit players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unbelievable what a bit that was that's hilarious um but anyways so my wild take this will be the real one all right right here i am gonna out drink jack this weekend i don't i'm gonna call bullshit on this though because this was your wild take last time um was that you could out drink him and so your your new wild take is that you're going to you out drink him to. yes hey, of course yeah, okay, now i get to what? finally i get to eye to eye him okay person. so it's Bubba an evolution, just ate a bunch of fucking of worms we're, we're going yeah, to pull on <laughs> good god holy shit i gave him plenty of shit for that today dude so, oh my so god 
so now I can actually finally live up to my old take. Okay. So you're so, just doubling so, down, basically. Exactly. Yep. I'm doubling down right now. And on Saturday, I'm going to face to face him. There you go. All right. I mean, I'm so happy Bubba followed through. I was going to, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, forgot we have Manny Gate. Yep. We have Taser Gate. Yep. Um, Wasn't there a tattoo there at one point? Tattoo Gate. Yep. It's ridiculous how many gates this guy has. I mean, you could fucking start a fence company with how many gates this guy has. I mean, it's insane. He's just had so many, like, promises unfulfilled. I'm so happy that he turned the tables. Oh, how the turntables is. Uh, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. Dude, he didn't, he ate fucking 24 night crawlers. What psychopath does that? Not only that, he had a tin sitting on the table, too. It just made it even better. Yeah, that's some psychopath shit yeah. to Dude. just stuff your mouth with nightcrawlers, swallow, and then throw in a dip. Yeah, Bubba, if you're listening, uh, my He's girlfriend not. had, like, He's night tears listening. after seeing that. Trust <laughs> me, mine did, too. She was like, what is wrong with him? I'm like, we don't know. We don't know, but we love him. He's just an electric factory with the skin. All he does is... He's an <laughs> unbelievable content factory. That is for damn sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Bubba, I don't think you're listening, but if you are, please let me know that you heard this because uh, I'm very much looking forward to hearing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I suppose it'd be my turn on the the wild takes. Now I'm about to say something very controversial. Oh boy! And uh, I think the Wild are going to acquire Jack Eichel, Sam Reinhardt, Connor. Mc- no, I'm just kidding. I think <laughs> that. Um, I think. 10k takes softball team next week we start our playoff run i think we're gonna take home at least one win next week as uh many of you may not know you may see might have seen some tweets tonight we had our doors blown up in both games and that's gonna light a fire under these guys i think next week we're gonna show up for the playoffs and uh we're gonna get a win just one though we are not winning more than one game we only have one win on the entire season and uh, it was against a very i'm pretty sure they had like fucking kids playing in the outfield when we played them the first time, but we, we got the win in that game. Uh, like literal children. Literal children playing in the outfield. <laughs> they could not make a play. Their shortstop got hurt. Like, they're their best player, so that kind of helped. Obviously, we don't like to see that because it's fucking beer league softball, but we are going to win a playoff game next week. I firmly believe it. So, 10K takes uh, to the moon. All right, I love it. I will be uh, I'll be supporting from afar in both of your endeavors um, because just like quite literally, I'm a thousand miles away. Um, yeah, we'll love to be a part We'd of. Love to have you as a fan. I'll Facetime, yeah, yeah. We honestly Facetime beer together. Please do. Yeah. I will. I will 100 percent do that. Ah. Um, that sounds delightful, and I would love. I still to be... think we should. Uh, I still think we should stream that one next week since it's you know a playoff game. Yeah, be, why not? It's gonna be fun. We should we should get a little uh, we get a little stream going, you know. Get a little love going. I'm into it. I'll be. I would uh, love to be a part of that. And um, as we uh, as we uh, end the show, I'll give I'll end with uh, with my wild take, which is uh, not 10k related in the slightest. So now I feel a little silly. Um, <laughs> But this is why we don't coordinate these things, uh, because God forbid we would all then come up with the same stuff. Um, So anyway, my wild take is that in the next four years, 
I don't know. I'm not going to say which year for sure, but in the next four years, the wild will play for a Stanley cup. And I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it and say that we'll win because that's not the Minnesota way. Our, our way is to, to, to go up three Oh and, and lose four, three in the cup final or something horrible like that. Um, don't put that negativity on us. I, no, no, no. Listen, oh. listen, I'm not putting it out there. I'm just, I'm just reiterating previous events. Anyway, um, the Wild will play for a cup final before the uh, Parisi Suter dead money, um, like the real meat and potatoes the of the dead real, money, yeah. is uh, is off the books. Um, I have no idea how. I'm very curious to see what the uh, what the plan is from Billy G. I anticipate that uh, my favorite uh, my favorite prospect Murat the piss missile who's Nadinov will be involved, but. Um, that's a that's a separate take for a separate uh, separate podcast. So anyway, yeah, with uh, with the buyout news and the ability to acquire a uh, an additional ten million dollars worth of cap space this year, and then having you know an extra two and a half million the the in in next year, um, factoring in the fact too that we will be shedding the Victor Rask money. So really, yep. it's basically like adding an extra eight million uh, yep. or uh, six million because I can't do math. Um, anyway, we're going to be able to use that and weaponize, uh, that additional space into finding the pieces that are needed to make a deep run and a run that is so deep that in a relatively weak Western conference for the next couple of years, because quite frankly, uh, the avalanche are, um, they're still going to be really, really fucking good. Don't get me wrong, but they're not going to be the same level of juggernaut that they have been. Um, the stars are fine, I guess. Vegas is pretty good. Um, and then who else in the West yeah. is like, who else in the West is, is like a legitimate wild. threat? Realistically, if you're looking at the West in the next couple of years, the wild have the, the foundation of the blueprint because their window is just opening. Colorado's is, you know, it's not, it's not closed yet by any stretch, it's, but no, it's, it's definitely, closing, it's definitely, it's definitely not as wide open as it used to be. So anyway, to make a long story longer, that's uh, that's 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 where I'm at. The Wild are going to play for a cup in the uh, in the next four years, gentlemen. If you have any final words before uh, before we call tonight, please add them now. Uh, for myself, I say just go on that Twitter account this weekend. There's going to be a lot of good stuff that comes out of the Olympics. So Saturday, be oh, in yeah. tuned. Agreed. <clears throat> Agreed. Follow 10K me if you so please uh, but yeah you gotta thank 10k for sponsoring this podcast and everything we're doing right now i mean 10k is taking off boys get hey man this now. Is the time the to get in. gonna yep this is the time to get in for sure if uh so right before we leave i'll i'll, I'll leave you with one question and then uh, then we'll head out if you could go back to the mid 90s and a gentleman named jeffrey bezos were to come up to you and say, hello, my name is Jeffrey Bezos, and I would like you to invest in my company. I'm going to call it Amazon. What are your thoughts? Knowing what you know now, would you invest? Of course you would. So don't make the same mistake that you would have and uh, and and not invest. So just invest in 10K. That's a very, yep. very shitty way to say that, but that's, that's, a, yeah, that's what we're, we'll leave we're you opening, with. We're open for investors, so. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. And uh, 
Make sure to, you know, download, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Give 10K a follow. We very much appreciate all of uh, all of our listeners. And uh, thank you again for listening. God bless Kirk Cousins. <laughs>